So Mayor Pete Booty Judge, apparently people take this guy seriously. Yeah, I mean, he's number one in Iowa. But want to know who does not like him? The blacks. Hmm. I wonder why. I, I wonder why. Why could that be? Hmm. Why could a group of people who traditionally grew up in the church, who traditionally hold social traditional values, not be into a star like Mayor Pete? Very odd. Very strange. We'll, we'll have to explore that one today on today's White House Brief. Booty judge, booty judge, booty judge, booty judge, booty judge, booty judge. The angriest man on the planet. He's like Smeagol. He reminds me of Smeagol. By the way, our sponsor is somebody who we've never told you about, so we're really excited to tell you about Patriot Penguin. As you obviously know, the holidays are coming up, and are you sick and tired of these overpriced greeting cards that really don't say anything close to what you want to say? Oh, my love, I hope that my... Adoration for you doesn't melt you, my dear special snowflake. Can we get a little more corn with that card? For years, Americans have been stuck in the greeting card section with these sappy, fake messages that are weak. They look like, I don't know, Beto's speechwriter wrote them. Well, those days are over thanks to Patriot Penguin, the first and only greeting card company for conservatives with a big sense of humor. They do birthdays to holidays. Patriot Penguin, they've got a huge selection of cards that will trigger your liberal friends and your liberal relatives if you got them, but it will also remind the like-minded that we are totally winning right now. All of their cards are designed and printed right here in the good old US of A, and it ships free, which is so important. So go to makegreetingcardsgreatagain.com. Right after the show, you get to save 15% off with the offer code WHB. But you've got to place your order before December 15th to guarantee arrival before Christmas. So let's make greeting cards great again with Patriot Penguin. Go to makegreetingcardsgreatagain.com, offer code WHB. That's makegreetingcardsgreatagain.com. All right. So Mayor Pete failing with the blacks. And who could be surprised? Who could be surprised? To be a little blunt, blacks, believe it or not, do actually come from socially conservative religious backgrounds, which is why black Americans are significantly less likely than white Americans to support same-sex marriage, a metric researchers see as a proxy for acceptance of gay people. No, you think? And Booty Judge's campaign, despite what they say outwardly, is fully aware of this. A leaked internal campaign memo conducted by a strategy group with black Democratic South Carolina voters, among whom he is pulling at uh, less than 1%, found that being gay was a barrier for these voters, particularly for the men who seemed deeply uncomfortable even discussing it, their preference for his sexuality to not be front and center. I'll go ahead and say it, said a male participant. I don't like the fact that he threw out there that he lives with his husband. So yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a bit of an obstacle. So th that might be why Booty Judge was polling at less than 1%, despite the fact that blacks make up a majority of the Democrats in the state of South Carolina. And remember, South Carolina, which is the fourth state to vote in the primaries, is a critical test that indicates where blacks, where African-Americans are going to fall in the following March primary states, that starts with Alabama, where blacks are also going to have a major influence. 
And Pete Booty Judge is fully aware, fully aware. It's so patently obvious. He is fully aware that he is not popular among blacks. And so he's gone into this shameless pandering mode to try and fix it. Remember this? But we're good though. You just pull up and be like, yo. Matter of fact, if you become president, you could pardon us. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> nice. Pander. 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 And it's because that was widely mocked from both the left and the right that it was such a spectacle. It was embarrassing, and yet he doubled down on the pandering to my Negroes, my little Negroes, by introducing the Frederick Douglass plan. The Frederick Douglass plan, a comprehensive investment in the empowerment of black America. Yeah, you heard that right. He's hearkening back to the legendary abolitionist Frederick Douglass plan in hopes to get out of his 1% slump. When black women mobilize, outcomes change. And we need some new outcomes at a time like this. I'm Mary. I'm Tiffany. It's so nice to meet you. I want to talk about your plan that, that you introduced today. You're calling it the uh, the Douglas Plan, which is obviously named for the abolitionist Frederick uh, Douglas. Racial inequality is the force that has come nearest to destroying the United States of America. Uh, in the 19th century, it brought our country to its knees. And I'm convinced that in our time, if we do not tackle systemic racism and racial inequality, it will unravel the entire American project. Yeah, he's convinced. Are you convinced of that, Petey? Are you? Or do you just want to convey the appearance of being convinced of that? Because as far as we can tell, everything about your convictions are fake. Booty Judge used this image as part of his rollout of the Frederick Douglass plan. We're going to empower black America. We are going to lift them up and dismantle racist structures and reform our broken criminal justice and health systems and make bold steps to helping a poor mom and son like this who are just trying to make it in America. Ah, ein kleines Problem. That woman is from Kenya, and so is her son. Yeah, Booty Judge campaign used stock photo of Kenyan woman to illustrate plan for black America. So they got some contractor for the campaign. They went to a stock website, and they said, Ooh, black people. Oh, and she's got cornrows. Even better. Let's put it on our Frederick Douglass website. Black people. Black people. Black people. They're all the same. Oh, so what? If she is 9,000 miles away, she is black. And they're all the same. At least they look all the same to me. There's nothing Mayor Pete won't do to pander. I mean, he's even gone into black hair territory. He's woke about black hair. You know, if you show up to work with a giant fro, booty judge is going to make sure that no one looks at you funny. Hair discrimination is racial discrimination. We ought to recognize that at the national level, too. Oh, it sounds a bit like Barack Hussein Obama. We got to recognize it. It's racial discrimination. We're going to fix it. I'm Pete Buttigieg. And then you go to Pete Buttigieg's Instagram, and it's all him with black people who we've established don't like him. So it's a little odd that there's a disproportionate amount of him with blacks on his Insta. Oh, look, it's a big black woman. I like my girls, BBW. Oh, wait, I don't like girls. Whatever, come give me a hug, my big black sister. Make sure the cameras are on. Are the cameras on? All right, click, 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 click. Okay, get off me now.
I said, get off me. The picture's over, woman. Oh, you look nice. You look black, too. Why don't I come over and tell you, it's going to be okay, little girl. I'm going to protect you with my strong husband. Then this guy, ah, we out here screaming. We out here shouting. Ew, but don't get too close to him because uh, he looks a little scary. He's, he looks a little angry. Now, it would be one thing if Pete Booty Judge had some, had some deep connection to black voters. I'll give it to Joe Biden. Joe Biden does. So he can get away with that. But Pete Booty Judge doesn't. And so clearly this is a concerted effort to pander to black people in the most shameless political sense possible. And we'll show you examples. It's not just the polling. The polling is part of it. Back home in South Bend, Indiana, he is deeply unpopular. We talked about South Carolina, but in addition to South Carolina polling at 0% in South Carolina, guess where he's also polling at 0% with black voters? Back home in his own hometown of South Bend, Indiana. And some of the reasons why? Well, on Father's Day, a white South Bend police officer shot and killed a 54-year-old black man named Eric Logan. And this happened after Pete Booty Judge fired the city's first black police chief. And then under Booty Judge's mayorship, the number of black police officers was slashed in half. And you can just imagine how much that ingratiated Mayor Pete with the black community in South Bend. Get the racists off the streets. It's disrespectful that I wake up every day scared. It's disrespectful that I have three boys that I have to teach today what to do. Get them off the streets. Any racist is at the damn desk. Put them at the desk, make them do paperwork, put the people that care about the fact that you're different than me, honey, I love your hair. Make them the ones out there on the streets. Oh, they sound like they, sound like they adore him. Now, they're also upset because South Bend, while Pete's off on the debate stage, has become extremely violent. You know, he's out on the campaign trail. Meanwhile, he's furiously eating pork chop so he can be number one in Iowa. Well, congratulations, Mayor Pete, you did it. But because of that, he wouldn't know what's going on in South Bend, Indiana. But in the two years before Mayor Pete took office, there were six and nine murders respectively. Remember, it's a tiny town of about 102,000 people. Then when Pete got into office, that number jumped up to 18. Then went down. Then in 2018, it jumped up to 20 people. So not doing so well. Shootings have spiked in South Bend, driven by incidents with multiple victims. Aggravated assaults have increased dramatically by 38%. So uh, does that sound like a guy you want running your country? Probably not, right? Probably not. Probably not a good idea to have someone who would neglect his own town just to climb up the political ladder. So I think black folks are right in this instance. This madman is not up for the job, and Iowa Dems, shame on you for putting this guy, this madman, in first place. All right, so there's this very big controversy in the news this week, and I've got to address it. I've got to address it because it's a very serious matter, and there's a lot of discussion going around it, and this controversy is... Do you think that Eric Swalwell farted on live TV last night? 
Let's watch. Roll the clip. The evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. I don't know. I, I don't know. Fartgate, they're calling it. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be hilarious if he did, because it would make this dummy look even worse. Gotta say I'm not convinced, though. Because you want to know, know something? His mic is likely up here. His, li- his mic is likely up by his face. Usually they put it on your tie, they clip it here, or they clip it here when you're doing an interview on your lapel. Uh, in this clip, you can't see it because you've got all those lower third banners. But that kind of mic is not going to pick up like a flatulent sound like that clearly. And it's, it's not going to be like muffled in that way. You know, it sounds like... <laughs> it wouldn't sound like that. It would sound like more distant. It would sound more like... Like that. So maybe it was Chris Matthews. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Swalwell does pause. He says, ask the Ukrainians to help him. And then he lifts up his chest before finishing his sentence. Listen again. Ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. He goes like this. Ask the Ukrainians to cheat an election. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If Chris Matthews were moving his mug, because that's what they say. I'm not getting a, I'm not getting a, no. So if Chris Matthews were moving his mug, why would Eric Swalwell pause and wait for him to move his mug before finishing the sentence? Ask the Ukrainians to help him. Chris Matthews moves the mug. Cheat an election? That doesn't make sense. And if that's the case, uh, they should have another camera angle. They should, you know, there's multiple cameras in the studio that they always keep one on the anchor, who is Chris Matthews. So they should have a a camera on Chris Matthews. Can MSNBS release the footage of him moving the mug? I don't know. And I don't, I mean, this was all over Twitter last night and everyone was having a ball with it. It doesn't really, if he farted, he farted. Have you farted before? No, obviously not. And I haven't either. So what do you think? If you're watching this on YouTube, vote in the poll at the top right this side of your screen there's a poll here let me know if you think that eric swalwell passed the gas or not all right but back to my larger point for the day which is i know a lot of people are upset over this including me um but i live in realville and so my take is a little bit contrarian and you're gonna have to deal with it because i'm a grown man and therefore i'm allowed to think for myself despite what I have been told on Twitter last night, which is because I'm a black man, I am told what to think. So Chick-fil-A, they decided to change which charities they partner with. They're going to stop donating to the Salvation Army and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And people are losing their minds over it. People are furious. People can't stand it. And I get it. I'm upset too. Because a lot of people saw Chick-fil-A as the last great hope refusing to cave to the mob. So it's a stab in the back to them, especially since GLAAD, with two A's, which is a gay interest group, put out a statement that basically said, not good enough, bigots, not good enough. Essentially proving what we, what we all know to be true, that no matter what you do, no matter how much you give, it's never gonna be enough and they will never love you. And that's the thing. That's why you don't cave. They're not going to be happy. They're not going to be happy until all of the servers are transgenders. They're not going to be happy until you take a bite out of the sandwich and rainbows fly out. But I got to be honest with you. 
Chick-fil-A did not become the number one fast food restaurant in America because they donate to Christian causes. They didn't. They didn't. They became the best because they have a superior, tastier product made by the fastest system. You know, sometimes they're handing you your food. They call your name before you're even done paying. And they've got the nicest people. It's always served with a smile. My pleasure, they say. Did Chick-fil-A change their recipe? No. Then people are still going to eat at Chick-fil-A, including me. Hate to break it to you, but I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. There's, uh, it's a small minority of people who only like Chick-fil-A because they donate to the Salvation Army. Don't get me wrong. I love that they are a Christian company and still are, by the way. But they're not a religious organization. They are not a church. They are a restaurant and their sandwiches still taste good, which is the point of a restaurant. And none of that is going to change because they stopped donating to the Salvation Army. Sure, they caved to the mob. Disappointing. But at the end of the day, I'm still hungry. And by the way, Salvation Army, you know, if you want to make up for it, you can donate to the Salvation Army. But the Salvation Army raised 433 million bucks. So they're, they are doing fine without Chick-fil-A's help. And they are still carrying on, Chick-fil-A is, with their Christian mission of charitable giving. Under the new approach, the company will donate 25 grand to a local food bank in every city where it opens new locations. It will also direct multi-million dollar donations to two charities in particular, the Education-Focused Junior Achievement USA and Covenant House, an organization that operates shelters and services for the homeless in the US, Canada, and Central America. And nowhere in the Bible does it say Thou shalt always donate to the Salvation Army. They are still the same Christian company that we all know and love. The recipe for their food is exactly the same. So no, I'm not that furious. I'm disappointed. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to stop eating at Chick-fil-A. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.